This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about the babies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent India? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. And welcome back to I Think My Fridge Is Haunted. And it's a little bit different this week. This week, as uh, we mentioned on Instagram, Miss Esther has uh, quite a few things going on at the moment. She's got a study and she's got work commitments and uh, things are just getting a little bit overwhelming. So please send your love and good thoughts and strength to Victorian Esther. But don't worry because we've got loads of stuff here for you uh, this week and next week and the following week. It's Gemma here and today I have someone with me I've wanted to interview for ages. <laughs> Let me please introduce you Flea from the YouTube channel Ghost Bitches. Hello everyone. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I'm like I'm kind of fangirling a little bit because yeah. it's so cool to see someone that you normally see online you know doing stuff that you'd like you're so interested in and then you're like in the same room it's really really cool <laughs> I know those feels it's all yeah <laughs> cool. so for people uh that are just tuning in they don't know what ghost bitches is can you just tell them a little bit about what it is ghost bitches is just my youtube channel uh I, I chose a name because it was two words that sound good together they do and um, and I've had an interest in the paranormal ever since I was a young girl, since I've had experiences forever. Yeah. But every weekend I've played in punk bands for like decades and I've always played gigs every weekend. So when I got injured at work, like I ha- started having weekends to myself and I was like, how do I reinvent myself? I'm not playing anymore. So I was like, all right, well, I'm into the paranormal. Right. So, um, keep myself busy. I taught myself video editing. And um, all on a, a phone app called Kinmaster. Oh, really? You do it on your phone? I film everything on my phone. What? Edit everything on my phone. Yeah, so I taught myself editing and that keeps me busy. And then I decided to, you know, get in touch with my other passion, which was, you know, spirits and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I think it's rad that you, like, you, you know, you weren't doing something... Uh, like you know playing in bands that which is something that sort of happens all night and then you sort of swapped it for something else that you could do that happens you know all night (laughs) (laughs) daytime investigations are fun as well yeah yeah so you know it doesn't have to be nighttime there's definitely a good mix on your channel of daytime and nighttime uh investigations yeah Yeah. next big one's a nighttime one Oh, yeah? So looking forward to that one. All right. Maybe a little bit later I can convince you to tell us a little bit about what sort of investigations you've got coming up, but we'll, yeah. we'll leave that till a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> so first, one thing that we always do to start the show here at I Think My Fridge is Haunted is we do something called Facts from the Freezer. Facts from the Freezer. Facts from the Freezer. <laughs> so it's when we both tell a fact. I'm going to tell you one this week. 
about so, yourself? No, no, no. It's just a fact about it. We've, we've recently started um, accepting opinions from the freezer as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a fact about like nature and anything, whatever, whatever. So this week, my fact is recompose is actually now officially up and running for business. What's recompose? I hear you say, well, this is a company that I've been following for a couple of years and okay. Uh, do you know what the death positivity movement is? Right. Okay. So the death positivity movement is, um, it's a group of people and they're trying to create new ways of, um, I don't like to say disposing of dead bodies, but, um, you know, new death practices that are not eco. Exactly. Exactly. So it's not necessarily just get cremated or uh, like your two options are either get cremated or, or be buried and embalmed. Um, they're not necessarily a for everybody and they're not necessarily the most eco-friendly options. So this person in the US, in Washington state, um, they've been waiting on permission to start trading officially for a couple of years now. And it's a new process of death care where a human is taken to this really lovely facility and it's like an indoor greenhouse but it's like super modern looking and they're put into these like pods and they're made into like soil like they're it's like um like compost (laughs) so what they from coming from their website which is recompose.life which is a really beautiful website design it just go take a look at it just because it's so beautiful and they say we call our process natural organic reduction or nor it's also sometimes called human composting human body composting recomposting or recomposition um so they say after you die your body will be laid into the vessel onto a bed of wood chips alfalfa and straw over the next 30 days everything inside the vessel breaks down thanks to natural decomposition the soil is removed and placed into a curing bin where it's aerated for several more weeks then it can be donated to this forest called bell's mountain or you can take it back to the family and like they can use it in their garden isn't that nice haunted forests happen (laughs) (laughs) so uh that's my fact for the week i was like super excited because i've been following them for a while and it's been a little bit difficult for them to get um permission and patenting and all that kind of thing so i'm excited for them interesting process yeah there's an eco burial ground here in victoria is it i investigated it did a daytime it's up near Mount Elephant in Victoria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And um, walking around, we had the spirit box, and it was like they're buried vertically. Are they? They've, they're, yeah, they're buried upright to save space. Right. And through the spirit box, it goes vertical. And it's like, what? What? Yeah, I'll pull me up. I, I, haven't, like, I haven't seen that one of yours. Wow. I'll have to check that one out. That's really good. What happens to the bones, says Chris. I believe they are also composted. Like everything breaks down. Yeah. I read um, Caitlin Doherty's book, what's it called, Um, From Here to Eternity, and she was a part of this process. Um, she's She's a mortician from L.A., 
like an eco-friendly mortician and um they had to go through like loads and loads of different experiments like people were donating their bodies so that they could create these experiments and see how what's the quickest best way that they could break down these bodies in, in so that everything breaks down in the shortest possible amount of time yeah so it's like really interesting and it, the first time they did it it like you know it took months and months and months and to find out how the bones actually break down because they take forever mm. you would think anyway. you would think yeah but i think I they've think they've found cool. a way to make it work what have you written now perfect to hide murders uh yeah <laughs> but you would need the patented process and i'm gonna guess that that's uh it's 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 gonna be too much hard work anyway do you do it as a choice yeah i think so i want to go to the body farm in new south wales so um (laughs) so when i die i want my body to go to it's what it is it's an educational facility up just outside of sydney i think it's run by uh the university of sydney people are placed there in various uh, Stages of decomposition? Yeah. Well, okay. So what it is, it's for police and detectives in training. They can go there and they can find these bodies that have been just, you know, dumped in the forest or they've been buried in a shallow grave or whatever, and they can sort of um, study the bodies. So um, it's a way that hopefully I can help someone to solve murders. <laughs> You know, like they can just dump me in the forest and foxes can pull me apart. It's great. <laughs> Apparently that happened to Burke and Will's body. I did some research when I did a spirit box in a Melbourne General Cemetery with yeah. Burke and Will's. And just doing research, it was like I found out when they were buried up at Cooper's Creek, dingoes came and pulled apart their bodies. And yeah. The state of the bodies that were found. You wouldn't find out about that on a, exactly. on a normal thing. And it was like, what? Exactly. I mean, who would have thought that? I mean, you know, you generally think if a body is found, they're just going to be sort of lying there and, you know, you don't necessarily think, well, you know, part of them can be here and part of them can be there and part of them you're not going to find because it's been consumed. Yeah, exactly. Mm, mm. Wow, that's cool. Um, So can I ask a question? Who exactly are the ghost bitches? It's just me. Just you. My Raggedy Ann friends that want to tag along. Cool. Um, So it's like a collective. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's um, my mate Camel, who I've known through the punk scene for decades. Yeah. Um, we, through conversations at the pub, it's like we've got a mutual love for paranormal. And cool. He's had some amazing experiences. Awesome. So it's like, what are you doing tonight? Let's let's go. Let's go for a drive, and we'll just find somewhere and we'll go and investigate it. You and you really do like do the full road trips as well. I mean, you. You know, I was watching one of your videos uh, recently and you're like, yeah, we're on the border of Victoria and, like, you really go out there. Yeah. Are these investigations, like, do you take a long time to plan them or sometimes <laughs> is it just, like, literally, like, hey, it's, what you doing tonight? It's like, all right, okay, so I'm in Mornington today. So today I was like, all right, what's around Mornington? I can uh, I was wondering afterwards or <laughs> suss out. And it was, yeah. um, I know there's a quarantine station down at Portsea. Down at Portsea, yeah. I uh, heard that's haunted. Yeah, uh, people say. There's a few places in Mornington that uh haunted, but like that pub, that hotel. Which one? I don't know if it's called the Royal Hotel or something. I've heard stories We have 
the royal. We have the grand. The grand. The grand. Could be the grand. One. I've heard stories that that's haunted. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll drive past it. It's not a creepy place though. I guess it's just because, like, you know, it's been refurbished and the pokies are there and, um, you know, it's yeah, it's very... changed at all. It's, yeah. different at 3 I don't, a.m. in the morning. Well, actually, now that you say that, like, uh, you know, when everyone's gone home and everything and, and you're the last staff members there and you're, you're closing up, maybe it's a whole different story completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a, a restaurant as well, which I don't... which I believe is not there anymore, called Coconut Palms. Do you recognise that, Chris? Three Palms? Oh, I can't remember the name. Oh, the Three Palms. There three was palms. The Three Palms. That's in Sorrento. Or it was in Sorrento. Oh, it was in Sorrento. Yeah. I was so close by, but heard that was pretty haunted. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went in there years ago when it was still The Three Palms, but I, I didn't know that. I will tell you a story about Sorrento once, because um, I worked down in Sorrento um, a few days a week, and I went just up to the main street just to, you know, have a walk and that kind of thing, and... I went into Sports Girl because um, I like their false eyelashes. So I went in to get some false eyelashes. And um, I don't know how we got on this. I think it was a thunderstorm and it was kind of a spooky day. And um, I must have said something to the girl working there about it being a spooky day and, or something like that. And she said, oh, yeah, the ghosts will be out today. I said, oh, what do you mean? She goes, we got two ghosts in this shop. Cool. Sports Girl in Sorrento, haunted. Wow. I think I've mentioned that here before. I <laughs> well, that's one place to possibly investigate. <laughs> For the ghost bitches. Excellent. <laughs> no, she reckons, yeah, some of the some of the staff there have definitely heard some weird stuff, yeah. you know, when they're opening up the shop or when they're closing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of different people. And I saw that you um, you sometimes do investigations with Sarah Ida. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to come along on an investigation. She's a cool chick. She is, and she's got an amazing voice. Yes. But, um, yeah, we, we were like, all right, where can I take Sarah? And I was like, well, I'll take her to the Coburg Pine Ridge Cemetery because there's definite energies there. Yeah. And we definitely experienced quite a bit cool. when we were there. Like, yeah. Um, disembodied, said my name. Like, I was so glad that got picked up. Yeah. You hear a baby cry and then a woman go, that's mine. Walking on the um, gravel. You actually heard walking on yeah. gravel near you? Yeah. Wow. I didn't pick up on my phone though when I was right. recording, but it was like, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? You feel this and like everything you feel, just mention it because your body's the best barometer right. to pick up subtle energies around you. Yep. So, yeah. No, she, yeah, she loved it. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Um so how long have you been doing YouTube? How long have you been doing these investigations and putting them online? Investigations probably for a couple of years, well, a year and a half. Yep. A couple of years now, I guess. So relatively new, probably about the same as the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a small YouTube channel. If you yep. um, <laughs> head over to YouTube, type in ghost pictures, it should come up. Yep. Yep. Definitely give them a follow because uh, there are some cool, cool videos in there. Um, how was it meeting Harold the doll? Yeah, it was uh, pretty fascinating. Yeah. I wasn't scared of the doll. There's some pretty phenomenal stories surrounding it and there's a book out that the owner has. Just to give our listeners some backstory, but most of you probably know Harold the doll. We've talked about haunted, haunted dolls on here. Uh, Harold the doll is one of the more famous haunted dolls. American? Yep. 
I think he's like a baby doll, maybe from the 30s or 40s, I think. Probably older. Older, right. Okay. And he's like, I don't think he wears any clothes. He's just this almost like porcelain-y. It's quite knocked around, yeah, isn't he? really old. Quite old looking. Like the face is cracked and it's like, it's really old. But yeah, um, the owner of the doll, when Harold the Haunted Doll actually came to Melbourne and they did a talk at... Black Rock House. Yeah, I remember. Which is allegedly haunted as mm-hmm. well. But, um, yeah, we went to see. We couldn't film. Like, I managed one photograph and used that. But we did a spirit box out the back. and then. But what really got us was back at my apartment, we experienced a lot of paranormal activity. I was going to ask you about that and next. I, and I had full-on dreams as well of Harold the Haunted Doll. Right. But it was negative, but it was really weird. I think... I had, I was kind of, I was really on the fence about going to that event uh, because I knew it was happening. Of course, Black Rock is not that far from here. And I was just a little bit like, mm, I don't know, I think I want to leave that alone because I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, he makes you feel sick and, you know. Yeah, all the negative all, things. You have to sign a waiver. You had to right. sign a waiver before you went in. Yeah. And I think Esther is really not on board with Haunted. She does not like Haunted. Loves clowns. Obsessed with clowns, God. cannot have a conversation without clowns, does not get on board with haunted dolls. Yeah. So I didn't end up going. I kind of wish I had now. But were there a lot of people there? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was um, quite a few. And there's a book as well. There is a book. Right. I have the book at home. I haven't read it yet. I've read right. it for years. I still haven't read it. Yeah. But um, That would be an interesting yeah, read. It will be. Yeah. And did they do like a presentation or something, like just a talk or just a talk or what? About where he got it from, how long he's had it, and all the experiences surrounding the actual doll. And most of the stories are pretty negative, but um, I didn't really get that from the doll. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen to me if I take a photo with the doll? I'm just put down in my notes. Near the end of that video, there was an incident where you were at home with your friend who I think went to the event with you. And the cat toy started lighting up without anyone touching it. The cat toy goes off in my apartment all the time. This night it was just going off like a mofo. Right. And I was like, what the hell? And then in the background, your bike was sort of behind yep. the sofa, and it fell I over. I the kitchen to find, I think it was just to find another lead to plug in, spirit box or whatever. Mm. And my house, uh, not my housemate, my friend Sarah sitting on my couch and my bike, which was leaning over, it's a big chopper-style bike, mm-hmm. bicycle, uh, it was on an angle and it fell over that way, like right down. So, like, not even oh. the way that it was actually leaning, it, yeah. the complete opposite, opposite. way of where, where it was leaning. Yeah. Wow. Weird things happen in my apartment. And it looked like a heavy, big, heavy bike. It is a heavy bike. Wow. It is a massive. And then later, even after filming, because you mentioned, oh, my friend's going home now and I've got to sleep here on my own. Yeah, and I slept (laughs) on my couch. Did you? I've got this awesome couch. It's really comfy. I love sleeping on it. I like sleeping on my couch too. I really whack Harold the doll dreams. I can't remember exactly what I dreamt, but it, it was more like he was helping me wasn't negative. Right. But I've got um, on my mantelpiece, I've got like a Ouija display with candles and skulls and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the Ouija board was squiff the next day. Really? Like it had been moved a little bit? Yeah. Interesting. That's bizarre. Right. (laughs) Maybe it wants to communicate. 
So do you do anything to sort of make sure that spirits or energies don't follow you home after investigations? Because I know that some some investigators are like, especially the American ones, they're, you know, they're praying beforehand and they've got like, you know, St. St. Michael medallions and, and candles and, you know, they're doing all these things and crystals and stuff any ritual beforehand or even after right but but if you go there with a pure heart and integrity and uh respect Mm -hmm. then they'll respect you back as well i totally believe that yeah 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 do a Ouija session then absolutely do something so when you're talking about um, you know going there with respect and integrity um do you believe that there are some places that have just been over-investigated so much so that, um, you know, perhaps the spirits just don't even yeah, I've been take part anymore. Yeah, have been told a few times. Really? Yeah. Like they're just over it? Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who says that on radio? Because you do, you know, like with a spirit box, it does radio station sweeps at a certain frequency and you can do reverse yeah, frequency I, yeah. sweeps. It's a creepy sound, isn't it? I like it. Yeah, I mean... And a lot of people, especially people that don't really believe in spirit communication, which is fine, each to their own, but they're not out there doing it. They Mm -hmm. don't know what it entails. But, like, you can't say swear words on radio, and that's a fact. I've done radio, so I know that. So when you get called the C word, it's like, you know, that's not some random DJ. Yes, exactly. pretty, like, minimal. I've had some pretty funny ones, like flea bags hot, and I've had nice tits, and I've had do a nude run. What? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I love so Aussie ghosts. That's are. such an Aussie ghost thing to say. I know, and especially when he feared income come through. It's like, yeah. That's amazing. Aussie dude right there. So what are your favourite um, types of equipment to use? Um, I had the SB7 spirit box. And that I got some really amazing responses through that. Yep. But ever since I bought this new one called an S box, which I have in my bag actually, is that the one's kind of like littler? It's like that. Yeah, you just about as big you as your hand. Lead, you don't need a lead to plug into an external speaker, so it's all in one, and it's louder. Yep. Ever since I've been using the S box, apart from the SB7, I've been having better responses, and I feel like. I'm not getting as many good responses through the SB7. Right, okay. So I think the S-Box is really working for me. Is that a sort of a newer model or something? Yeah, it's like a red and black little looks yeah. like a transistor radio. Yeah. Yeah, you can do the reverse frequency sweeps and stuff. Do you ever do EVP where you make recordings and then you listen to it later? Um, yeah. Or is- I had a um, digital voice recorder. Right. And this is before I started the channel, went up to um, – Oh, Beechworth Asylum. I was going to say, have you been there? We stayed overnight there. Well, oh, you did the overnight one. No, so we we didn't. We stayed like next door in the nurses in the nurses' quarters, mm-hmm. but we did the nighttime tour. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I did a private tour. Ah. I had a digital voice recorder and I didn't really think much of the place, and I wasn't filming like I would for an episode of Ghost Bitches. But I had my digital voice recorder, and you know, you go, "Who's there? What's your name?" Blah blah blah. Didn't think anything of it, and I thought my digital voice recorder had clapped out on me, and it was making weird sounds, and it was like, what the hell? And I put it away thinking, oh, it's just stuffed. But then I picked it up about a year later, and I was like, I'm really going to listen to this. 
And I picked up this amazing EVP. <clears throat> so once I figure out how to get it off that, I can put it up on ghost pictures. I can't wait. Yeah, it, was, it is a creepy place. It, uh, yeah. I've, I'd like to do an investigation there myself. Yeah. It's a great place. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The history of it is amazing. Yeah, we did a tour. It was just like it, there was like five people on the tour, so it felt like, you know, really kind of intimate and that. And um, I, I personally found it quite creepy. My husband didn't. He, he, he thought it was really interesting historically. He didn't necessarily find it super, super creepy or anything like that. But I don't know. There was a few hallways. They were like, yeah, walk down this dark hallway. And I was like going real fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's definite feels around Definite, definite feels and we had some hits on the REM pod and stuff like that so. I mean a lot of people have died there over the years as well yeah. I wouldn't mind going back there so now that I'm I've got this channel and I can film and yep do all that so what are your top haunted destinations but not just in Australia but anywhere that oh, you would right. love to go to oh what's that battlefield in Romania? oh yeah, 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 the Civil War one. Yeah, so I want to go there. I forgot. It's on the tip of my tongue. Me too. <gasps> Gettysburg. Gettysburg, yes. Gettysburg. I so want to go there. They talk about some weird, like, and I think there's a lot of, like, re- residual energy there, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. There's this woman I follow on YouTube, and she's been there quite a few times, and she's, like, caught epic EVPs and, and stuff like that. And I've seen yeah. other footage as well of... Some, like, um, questionable ghost footage that I find really fascinating. It's like, is it real or is mm-hmm. it not? But I just want to go there to feel the energy. Yeah. That's one that's on my list. It's interesting that that's, like, a really famous um, war location that, that seemed to be very haunted, but you don't necessarily hear about it other, I mean, other locations that are, like, really, really haunted where there have been wars. Like, you know, you don't say, you don't hear people saying, oh, you know, Hastings in England or, you know, anything like that or, you know, the Somme. You don't necessarily hear about sort of people like investigating places like that. I'm sure there are and they have. Maybe. It's just a matter of trying to find it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Digging, digging it out. Yeah. Just kind of going off the top topic a little bit, I there are a couple of your videos that I love that are just not, not even ghost related. Mm-hmm. I loved your Prince of Wales one. And I oh, love the one. That was a sad day for me. That was like my favourite pub. Is it, is it apartments or something now? No, it's still a bar, but it's like the walls are all white and it's boring. Like it's, <laughs> it's stale. It's a stale environment. Right. But, you know, I guess the people who are in their 20s and 30s love that kind of crap now. But yeah. I, I like my walls covered. Something to look Old at. Old band posters and gig posters. Yeah. You know, hang out and have a few beers and laugh with a mate, but can't do that in a sterile environment. It just looks like a hospital. So you mentioned that you used to do gigs there. Which what what were you in bands? Yeah, I played in bands. Um Liquor Snatch was my last one. Yeah. Home Wreckers. They're just like the bigger ones that I've played in. Did you play were you kind of like on the scene we're going way off ghost topics sort of were you kind of like on that scene like sort of late nineties, early two thousands? Yep. That's awesome. That was a really cool time. It was. I miss the nineties. Yeah, so I I, miss the 90s. I was in a punk band uh, around oh ninety nine. Oh, what were you called? Um, Dead Record Girls. I've heard of you girls. Because I used to do. <laughs> we weren't all girls, I but. I used to do Grok Girl fanzine and yeah, Thunder Pussy fanzine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put on. Was that you? Fest. Yeah. 
Dude, you did Lady Fest. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's so rad. I was yeah. thinking about Lady Fest the other day. What happened to Lady Fest? You don't really hear about Lady Fest anymore. Does it still happen? Uh, it's sad. Yeah, I think we're all doing our own thing now. Yeah. You know, leave it past the baton to someone else, you know. True, true. Yeah, we used to uh, we used to rehearse at uh, Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, I've been there. Started <laughs> go fuck you there. Go fuck you, which is actually a Japanese word for vintage clothes store. Okay. <laughs> we no, it's all right. We can swear here. So yeah. that started at Rock and Roll High School. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I remember like when I was like seventeen, I met a girl with blue hair, and she's like. It was at an all-ages gig, and she's like, you should go to Rock and Roll High School. And I was like, what is this place? So I went there, and they're like, you don't even have to have any equipment. Just just pick a guitar, and just you can just play it and Plug rehearse. It and if you want lessons, you can get lessons there. And if you want to start a band, you can meet a chick in the bathroom and start a band. It was yeah. awesome. It was so, so cool. And you didn't need internet. You didn't need anything. You just needed you know, to love music. Exactly. Um, so what's next for Ghost Bitches? What is coming up? Well, I've just recently done a house investigation. Really? That's different. Yeah, a friend um had moved into this house in Coburg and she experienced her ass getting grabbed and shadows. Right. So I went around there, this is just the other day that I did this and um I did this experiment with frequency. And that's when the shadow person showed itself. You saw it? Yeah. On when we played it back, like, because she didn't think we got anything. I was like, all right, I'm going to sit here. We'll, we'll listen back to the spirit box sessions and the footage that I got. And you can see the shadow just zip past really quick. Amazing. I was like, wow, wow, we what? How many people did the investigation? Just me and her. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have to sit there for like hours and hours and hours? I was or there for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because my Kinect camera wasn't working. It was like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Amy's Crypt, but uh, they've got a, a, a phone app called Ghostbox. Ghost Tube SLS. Ghost right. Tube SLS. Is, is Amy's Crypt like a website? It's a website and it's also a YouTube channel. And she's an Aussie girl, South Australian woman. She travels around the world and oh. does check her out. She's I will. Because I remember you went to one of the cemeteries that you went to in Heidelberg. Yeah. It was a really – and it and said Amy's, Amy's Crypt. Crypt. yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? Is that like yeah, – okay. is... Well, in the description <laughs> I put a link to her channel. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to have a look. Have you ever – okay, so have you done work with – with with no, that channel or no, I no not at all no no just one of the first um aussie channels that i came across yeah that's really cool so over the over the couple of years that i've been doing this i've found you know and searched for other aussie channels doing it i recently did a collaboration with a ballarat crew called black rose spirited i watched that one that was good that was interesting it was an interesting spot and we gelled really well together so yeah you could tell that on the video that you yeah. were working really well together and yeah. everyone was like super chill and um so are they an in- investigation group yeah or yeah. they used yeah. to do like big investigations but they've uh, parted ways with that group which was a big australian paranormal group and they're doing their own so they've just started their own YouTube channel and right. Oh, doing cool. Things, so that's good. Awesome. Um, so I've got this house investigation, which I'm in the middle of editing, just trying to figure out how to edit it all, piece yep. it together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, people seem to enjoy when I do a repeat, if something happened, we experienced tapping in the kitchen, which was really loud, and the shadow figure. So I've got to repeat those scenes. Yeah. So people can, like, get it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but it goes for, like, an hour, so I've got to try and condense it into the good bits. Yeah. I noticed that um, I definitely find that you get more out of your investigation videos when you wear headphones rather than oh so say, listening just, wise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. listening to the spirit box like you know you 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 definitely get a clearer sound of, of what you're hearing rather than if you're just sort of watching it on your phone yeah because other noises are distracting so i yeah, highly recommend watching the channel when it's really dark and really quiet yeah with headphones totally yeah totally so the house one is that going to be the next one coming out uh, no, there's a... Um, Sometime in the future. I went and met a mate for a few beers the other day and I walked past his uh, house just around the corner from me and it was empty. So when I met him, it was like, hey, there's this abandoned house, let's go and explore that. So my next one's just an urban exploration. Sweet. I was going to ask, do you ever get in, involved in that kind of side of things? Yeah, so like I film around his house and it sounds like I got a voice. Cool. Like a disembodied voice, right? Like I wasn't there to do ghost bitches. Yeah. Just to explore this empty house, seemingly empty house. And um, yeah, I caught a voice that goes, Where's your friend? Where's your friend? Like, was that a car going past or it sounds like a voice? I love it. And you can hear this really weird moan when we're in the bathroom. Yeah. Really weird. Oh, that's amazing. Urban exploration out this Friday and then probably. Into it in a couple of weeks, the house investigation is going to go up. I've noticed you're really you've ramped up your um your your content in the past sort of few months. Yeah, I kind of came out of this slumber of of twenty twenty, and I was like, right, I've got to focus on this channel. I'm going to upload once a week. Yeah, get out there and film and upload. So I love it. Yeah, I love it. Could you tell us one last story? Yes, you mentioned that you had a scary experience in Mornington. Yeah, right here in Mornington. Now, I highly recommend... What was that? Something on the other side of the wall, maybe? Okay. (laughs) Is that Brendan's office on the other side? Okay, whatever. (laughs) It's not a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, um, we'd been down at the um, Tyab Cemetery. Yes. Which, um, back when I was a teenager, I was naughty in there. And I was like, I really want to visit this. And then my mate Camel, who came along, he was like, my parents are actually buried there. Oh, wow. Like, oh, okay. Well, we can go say hi to your parents if you want. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, 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 cool, cool. So I filmed, and I didn't film him with his parents and stuff. I thought I'd just leave it like that. But he did try a spirit box. I don't know what he recorded. I still, And I only really had my... Um, digital voice recorder then mm-hmm. and I kind of filmed a bit on the phone so I didn't have a spirit box or anything so we were there and like I heard female singing really soft and I felt sadness in an area where a couple of kids were buried that had accidentally drowned but we went from there we filmed there and then we went to the Mornington Cemetery and it was about 3 a.m. and it was really dark and it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. We didn't know the layout of the cemetery. It was pitch black. 
we went in there and filming and I'm talking and then like I turned off my digital voice recorder and turned off my phone just so we could walk in further. But this voice out of nowhere was this male angry voice that went, quiet! And that's when I froze and Camel just walked in a little bit further and you hear this, quiet! What? And like, I was like, that's when my heart started like, fuck, someone's here. And then Camel yelled out like, it's all right, we're just you know, walking through, blah, 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 and there was nothing else. And it was like, what the the frig was that? Is there someone there? Yeah. Couldn't see anyone with our torches. And it felt like this big black energy just was like, get the hell out. And it was like, I was like trying to breathe and not, you know, have a heart attack and because I can't walk very well, I can't run. So it's like I'm trying to walk, waddle really fast just to get the out of there yeah and it was like as I got to the gate to go back to the van it was like this big black energy was just right there it was horrible it was, was it an energy horrible. that you were just feeling or could you visually see it as well visually and feel it was phenomenal wow oh, I don't think I want to go there almost like it was like literally there. pushing you out pretty much like get the hell out interesting yeah, it was huge like size of that wall Wow. Big black energy, yeah. Did you ever do any investigation, uh, like research as to um, what sorts of people were buried there, whether... Yeah. One of my ex-boyfriends from school is buried there. Wow. He suicided when he was 16. Maybe it was him telling you no. to get out. <laughs> I didn't get you that broke energy. his heart. <laughs> Probably. But I, I did an investigation there during the day, which is I just still got to edit, and that was ages ago I did that, so... Yeah. But it would be interesting to see, like, you know, if there was, you know, if there is a really angry, vengeful ghost or, or something there. Um, I wouldn't recommend going there at 3 a.m., though. It's, that was yeah. scary. And that's pretty much the only time I was, I've been that scared because it just came out of the blue. Yeah. And it was just those two words, like, quiet twice, yelled yeah. really angrily by a male voice. It's like, who's there, like? But we couldn't see anyone with our torches. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I can't say whether that was paranormal or not, but it was very strange. I don't know. Mornington's not really that type of place where loads of people are out at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, especially old men. Oh, I thought, is someone sleeping here? It seems like pretty... pretty interesting to say yeah. that at least. Yeah, yeah. So um, me and Carmel went back with a mate of his and we did a daytime explore and investigation... Just to see the layout, it's like massive. Mm-hmm. So massive. Yeah. Like that whole children's section was sad. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been there. You should. There's some really cool old cemeteries down here, though, real, like colonial ones, you know, like the ones that you will see sort of. That in... one on the beach, the old, um, oh, what's it called? Settlers something. There's a bunch of old grave sites from the early settlers. I don't even know. Along the beach. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down near sort of Portsy Sorrento there was something like yeah. that. In grade five and grade six camps, we went to Mount Martha and Portsy. Yeah. I remember one teacher took us to see these grave sites and walk around and it was right near the, um, the beach. I remember that and I'll always remember that. It's like, mm-hmm. I've got to go back there. What is it called? 
And I found it online and I was like, that must be it. Mm-hmm. That must be it. Um, I, I really want to go back there. Where can people follow you online if they want to follow, um, say, if they want to get in contact about an investigation or if they want to give you feedback about your channel or anything? All right, they can contact me through Facebook, Ghost Pictures Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Just type in Ghost Pictures, it'll come up. And just the YouTube channel, you can message me through there as well. Yep. That's about the extent of social media. Yeah. I tried Twitter, but it was annoying. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Twitter is annoying, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm just like, I'm stoked to have you here. And it's, uh, yeah, just me. really happy to be able to chat to you about your YouTube channel and what's next for Ghost Bitches and everything. And yeah, cheers. <laughs> well, you're welcome on the pod anytime. Thank you. If you ever have big news about Ghost Bitches or anything, just uh, knock on the door. Cheers, Flea. Thanks. So for the rest of you guys, we'll be back next week. I've got another very special co-host. She's been on the pod before. You're going to love her. Uh, But until next time, be creepy, but don't be a creep. Woo!